Hey everybody, Cal and Dan here. Got a great DraftKings show coming up for you. This is the most stack field we've seen this year. Uh, it's going to be uh, going to be a great chat. We uh, had friend of the show Taylor come on with us to uh, to do our DraftKings picks. So stick around for that. Got a little insight on playing golf in California. Some diamonds in the rough as far as restaurants go in the LA and Santa Monica area. So we had a really great time talking with Tay. Hope uh, hopefully he did too, and we'll come back on. Uh, ooh, we may even have a little Blanton's tasting in there. I know that sounds like good. He was a lot of fun, man. He was a lot of good time. He had some good, insightful picks. I thought too. Uh, we'll see how we all shape out on Sunday, but yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah, great, great time. So second half of the show, uh, we had the pleasure of uh, actually, I had the pleasure of playing Presswick Golf Club uh, in late 2020. Fantastic uh, PB die design uh actually it's a father and son duo there so uh yeah really interesting chat with jay smith getting to know him a little bit and more about the presswick golf family so you know it's uh, if you're heading to myrtle beach or if you're looking to make some plans to go somewhere prestwick golf club and the grand strand golf community is where it's at so uh so yeah give us a listen and uh give us a like we appreciate it cheers cheers Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Mm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, guest appearance from Taylor today. Taylor, <laughs> how you doing, man? I'm good, guys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate uh, it. Absolutely. <laughs> Looking forward absolutely. to this. <laughs> yeah, it should be good, man. So, uh, so Taylor's a friend of the show. Thought we'd uh, we'd loop him in on our DraftKings picks this week. Um, let's see what happened over the weekend. AT and T. Uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, which didn't really exist from a Pro-Am perspective, but uh, Daniel Berger, man, what, a, what about what about the Berger man pulling off the big W there? Good. Long overdue. Go ahead, Tay. <laughs> Long overdue, I feel like. I mean, man was just primed to win something, and thankfully to him, uh, you know, my, Valentine, my Valentine's dinner was for free. Oh, sweet. <laughs> sweet. Uh, let's see. You know, I did have him in, I had him in a couple of lineups. I didn't have him in my primary. Uh, so maybe, maybe some insight there. Maybe I ought to start playing my secondaries instead of my primary because <laughs> my primaries a uh, little, little faulty on me there, but, uh, but yeah, great tournament. Uh, just love that course, man. I, I haven't had a chance to play Pebble Beach yet. Uh, definitely on the bucket list, but man, just the views and everything there, that place is, uh, that place sure is sweet. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, he what said else it is... was the best putt of his career. I think it's what he said to, uh, to Amanda afterwards or whatnot. I'm like, well, it was pretty dang good. I thought Cantlay, you saw Cantlay at the end there was uh, in front of him on the putter, right? So yeah, uh, Berger hits his putt and Cantlay, of course, goes right over to look at, you know, get the line or whatnot. And then I don't think he was expecting him to drain it, but holy cow. I mean, that was a pretty pretty nice finish, man. Yeah, great, great way to close it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so speaking of Cantlay, Cantlay, Spieth, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, although Spieth did look good, man, I am I'm, uh, I may be going back to the Spieth well this week. <laughs> Go ahead, Tay. You got some, you got some comments, buddy. <laughs> I am, I, I don't understand the Spieth hype. Like, Yes, dude was good a couple years back, and I feel like you know he he had nothing to lose back then. But since then, he got married. Like he's got a full life now, oh. and I just every time I watch him, he just seems so stressed out. 
But yeah, you know, golf channel, like they'll highlight him more than any other golfer on Saturday. He, I don't know what, I can't remember what he did. It wasn't the Eagle. It was something. And they started playing music like as if he was just like the all-star guy. And, and I knew that, I know that they don't always show music because like the song that they picked was Macklemore's can't hold us from like, I don't know. I think that was like 2012. <laughs> so, I mean, he looks good. I don't know how long it's going to last, but, um, I'm probably not putting my money on him, but th- I'm also a guy who puts money on Ricky Fowler. Ricky, I can't make it to the weekend anymore. Fowler. Hey, I don't um, know. It's his PR team. It has to be his PR team. They make him look so good every time, every week. He looks so good. Better than Bryson the Shambo, and they have the same, you know, uh, sponsor. And every time I'm just like, yes, this is the week. This and is I always week. get just demolished. He's a believer. Cal, did you see Greller go up the tree? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's uh yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's uh, you know, is Spieth back? I don't know. We've had two solid uh, weeks in a row for him. So I, I hope he's back. I think he's good for the sport. So it's uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And, and Fowler, I don't know where that guy's at. I mean, I'm thinking that guy, he needs to, he needs to shake it off talking about getting married and, and uh, mm. going through swing changes. And that, that that's one that's kind of confusing. I mean, cause you know, I mean, there's no doubt Ricky Fowler's a hell of a golfer, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know where he's at, man. It's um, I'm thinking that's one he needs to disappear for a year and uh, go, go find himself and, and come back, man, shake it off. Yeah. It doesn't look good. I don't even think he wants to be out. It just doesn't look like he wants to be out there. No. Yeah. Even, even when he's paired with his boys, you know, it's like, uh, Oh, it's like, Oh, I'll, I'll sure. I'll show up. If you put me with JT or Justin, I'll show up for an, and play Thursday and Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, you know, I don't talk about, uh, what about range finders on the course? So I think it's only, uh, it's not, so it's not happening at Augusta. So it's going to be, it's just the PGA, uh, just the PGA stuff, just the PGA alone. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I don't really know what to make of that. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, you know, the, the, the folks that are out there, I mean, they're doing, putting in so much work anyway, from the course standpoint, I mean, they're getting yardage books, right. Which is telling them, uh, front of the green, middle of the green, back of the green. Uh, and you know, I, I guess the idea here is it is, does it speed up the pace of play? Uh, the folks that are playing fast, I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think where I think it almost could backfire. I mean, take somebody like a DeChambeau, for example, right. That's not, he is not known to be a fast player. So now you've got him, you know, is it, so I'm going to, I'm going to step it off. I'm going to walk it off. I'm going to now, but now let me get my range finder and let me shoot the distances. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I think it may be a, a short lived uh, short-lived trial and and you know will they will they take advantage of it right i mean is is that something that that the players are really gonna uh embrace and and utilize you know i would say yes i mean anything to get an advantage but uh, but yeah it, it, it'll be interesting to see what the outcome of that one is so what do you think taylor uh that's one of those that i don't really know if it'll speed up or slow down play i mean for me i'll shoot the yardage distance but i'm just I'm a golfer that just needs the yardage just to need because I need the yardage. But um, for them, I mean, I don't know. I think when they shoot the distance, they have to figure out from there, like, you know, if the ball, when the ball gets up there, can I produce more spin or what is it going to take to check up? So I don't know. I feel like they have it with their yards where their yardage book, the same as they would have it with the range finders. I, I really don't understand why it would slow down play. Um, but then again, I don't see it speeding up play either. I feel like it's the same dialogue, just with a different 
device. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it, I don't think it's going to speed up play. I mean, if you look at like the college scene, it's not like they play a tremendous amount faster than the PGA guys. Right. And like you said, Cam, I mean, they're probably still going to step some stuff off or whatnot. I, I don't see a big advantage. I mean, it's, it's interesting. They're bringing a new technology, you know? Um, so maybe it's just getting some buzz around it or whatnot, but, uh, yeah, I don't see it speeding up play for sure. I don't think so. Ricky, Ricky put a bug in their oh. ear. All these marketing dollars at play. Look at all these dollars we're missing out on by not allowing rangefinders Who, on the Who's going to be the first player to have sponsorship that's a rangefinder? And there probably already is one. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ricky probably is already there. He's already <laughs> signed a contract and deal everything. Exactly. Imagine Ricky exactly. with his rangefinder uh, sponsorship. He's you're never getting out of Taylor's lineups. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. The day that they approve the rangefinders, that tournament, that Thursday, Ricky Fowler will have a commercial playing already. I promise. It's true, and he will be in your lineup. Yeah, he'll, and he'll be probably in my play well. Probably. He probably will that probably. week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, guys. So we're heading south this week, um, coming into uh, coming into your backyard, Taylor, in uh, Los Angeles at uh, at Riviera. So this is uh, the Genesis. In it's an invitational now, and this is Tiger Woods. He's hosting the tournament. Um, I thought I saw when he released about the back surgery, I thought I saw some comments that said he was still going to be the host of the tournament. So I don't know if that means, is he going to be there hosting it in person or is he going to be a virtual host? So I, I, I haven't seen any, um, haven't seen anything else about, you know, what, what his presence is going to be at the tournament. So I, have you guys seen anything on that? I haven't. I don't, I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll be there. That just doesn't seem like him. I think it's probably virtual. Yeah. Yeah. I can see him doing a video conference in to kind of kick it off or something like that, you know, but uh, I don't see him being there either, but I guess he'll be back for he'll probably back trying to get for Augusta. Right. Is that what he said, Cal? He was in trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 For Augusta. Yeah. So now does he work something in between, you know, does he get, is Augusta going to be his first tournament back or is he going to try to squeeze something else in? I don't think he'll be ready for the players. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so in, interesting to see how, how that shakes out. Uh, so again, we got 120 uh, golfer field here. It, it, as mentioned, it is an invitational. Uh, Riviera Country Club, par 71, 7,300 yards. Uh, we got Poa and Bentgrass Greens, um, and then I think this this is going to be a week. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and release this. Uh, Ballard, I mean, uh, Spieth going back in my lineup, and. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of scratching my head going, do I want to go that direction? Because, you know, I, I think where <laughs> I think where Spieth is kind of having most of his struggles at is off the tee. And I think this is what's going to be that that's going to be the most difficult shot for these guys. I think the percentage rates on, is it is one of the lowest uh, fairways hit courses uh, that they're playing on. So uh, I think we'll see, man, is uh, is the Spieth game back in action this week or uh, or not so much? There you go. Uh, all right, well, let's get, let's get into this thing. Uh, I'll kick us off, man. I already told you who my guy is, uh, starting, uh, $9,200 Jordan Spieth. Uh, I would say he plays this course really well. You got T 59 last year. We kind of know where he was T 51 T nine T 22. So, um, he likes the course. I don't know if you watched the interview, uh, after the, uh, the Pebble beach tournament yesterday, uh, he made the statement, man, he's heading to one of his favorite courses on tour. So I think with uh, where, where he's at, 
coming off of two two great weeks and uh, one of his favorite courses. I, I like him here, man. I like my boy Jordan. Yikes. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say about that is yikes. <laughs> who'd, you pick, who'd, you, who'd your top pick uh, for your DraftKings lineup, Taylor? So before I say that, so all my picks are based off feel. I don't do science. I don't do poena grass. I don't do any of that stuff. It's all feel. Okay. So. I already said Jordan's a big choker. Uh, my winner today, he is also a choker, but he just he looks a little better. I'm going with Xander. I feel like it's time for Xander Ooh. to finally host the tro- trophy. And uh, Riviera, like Cal already said, is a very difficult course, and I feel like Xander is always one of those guys that through the difficult courses can can kind of show his strength. So I got him. Nice. I know he'll be top five at least. I know he'll be top five. Do we do we ask Terrell what he's uh, what he's sipping on during the pod? I think I think we skipped over yeah, that at the beginning. Know. Yeah, I think we may have. Yeah, what are you sipping on, Taylor? So I have two for you guys. So I have one for the beginning because it's the beginning, and then I have another one that's a special secret surprise. But oh, cool. this one is Peggy back. Um, oh, yeah. I, I I heard Cal sipping on something pig related last time, so I wanted to carry out the tradition and, and bring some 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 pig related stuff too. This is a rye. I'm not really huge on rye. Um, but this one is, it's kind of, it's pretty smooth. Sips nice. Cool. Cool, man. Yep. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Hey, so I, I think Xander's a good pick. Um, what do we got? So course history here, T23, T15, T9. So plays the course really well. Uh, shouldn't have, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he should be able to take advantage of, of off the tee. Let's see where, where's Xander coming in at? Uh, what's he ranked uh, off the tee? So he's ranked 22nd in the field. So. 15th in DraftKings points. So yeah, solid, uh, solid way to, uh, to kick the, kick your lineup off there. Yeah. Uh, I took, who you got? I took Bryson at 10,100. Uh, I just think that, uh, he, uh, again, tough course. He plays tough course as well. Um, let's see. He's coming in ninth in DraftKings points in this field. 12th, uh, shot. This is for Riviera. Uh, 12 shots game total seventh T to green, uh, sixth off the tee. 11th around the green and the one in the reds is 75th at uh, putting but um and he's been he's been making a lot of gains in putting in the last year so i like bryson here yeah course history t5 t15 t41 uh, solid play man yeah it's uh it's going to be interesting to see what his strategy is you know with uh from from a distance perspective you know does anything change up for him yeah. given the given the difficulty that he's going to see off off the tee there so yep uh, all right, let's see. Next in the lineup for me, did I talk about Jordan Spieth yet? <laughs> um, all right, so here we go. Maybe, maybe we got we got a back to back champion coming in. He's in my lineup. I'm I'm going down under, mate. <laughs> oh uh, boy, oh, Adam boy. Scott, baby. Adam Scott <laughs> won the tournament last year. T seven, T fifty three, T eleven, T two. So this thing, he he's got this course right where he wants it. So I think Adam Scott is, uh, I think he's going to show up again, man. So he's second in DraftKings points. He's seventh in putting off the tee. He is sixth and uh, he's second in total strokes game. So uh, yeah, Adam Scott, hmm. I'll definitely be talking a bit more about him in a minute. Oh, gosh. Most attractive dude on tour. I respect <laughs> it, it. Hey, amen, brother. Amen. I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> Cal doesn't even know he plays golf. 
Just say, just sit back, sit back and watch him. And I mean, he's going to be at the top of the leaderboard. So that just means uh, more Adam Scott for me over the weekend, man. Somebody told yeah. Cal that if he, if everybody plays him in DraftKings and he has higher ownership, that they're going to put him on the air more. And he's like, oh, every week, every week, every week. That's a good, that's a good strategy though, because you get to see your guy. I like that. Exactly. Who you got, Taylor? This one was kind of a nasty one. I, I, I had to think about this one, but I've been loving his game lately. Um, Max Homa. I oh, really yeah. like him. Um, I think he had a chance at Pebble. I think he I think he shot like a double bogey on I think hole four or something like that. But he was in it for the majority of the day. Um and he looked his swing looks really nice. Um I like the way he's carrying himself and overall I just think that's a good good pick. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good pick uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I think real solid there. So seventh at the ATT Pro Am, forty second waste management, eighteenth at the farmers, twenty first at the Amex. Uh I, I like Homa here. I think every, I, I also have him in my lineup. So I I like where you're going, my man. I like where you're going. I like um, this. Where's, uh, let me see if I can find him. Cause I think he was T yeah. T five last year, T 37 in 2019. So good course history here. Um, again, recent form, you know, the guys, uh, he, you know, he's striking the hell out of the ball. So, yep. I, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you, my man. I got Max home in my lineup. I think for the future, I'm just going to like DM you my picks and then you just give me all the data I need. Cause this is, <laughs> <I've never had laughs> hey, by, thanks for mentioning that by the way. So thank you to fantasy national. So we're, we're, we're pulling all of our, uh, all of our analytics, uh, for our picks today. Mm -hmm. Who you got Dan? Uh, 9,500 bucks. I got Morikawa. So Ooh. yeah, uh, in this field, he is 36 uh, shots gained total. 19th in ball striking. He's 13th on approach, 63rd off the tee, 15th in DraftKings points. And then, you know, recent history has been pretty good, too. So he was... Um, T26 here last year. Okay, good. And he was um, century, a century tournament of champion, 7th, and also 7th at the, uh, at the Sony. He came in uh, 68th in Dubai. I don't really count that going all the way over there. But, uh, yeah, two top 10 so far on, on the, uh, here in the U.S. this year. So... Yeah. All right. So he is not a California guy, but he did just ink a new clothing deal with Link Soul. Oh so so we got uh, we, we got new duds out there and uh, two time oh, winner. Twitchy. Uh, two time winner. <laughs> it is. Oh, Twitch. Bubba <laughs> Watson. Give me Bubba. Now, here's the interesting thing. So you got last year he did miss the cut, but then you got T15. One, uh, win in 2018, withdrawal 2017, and a win in 2016. Um, you know, I think, Dan, you picked him as your one and done last week at the waste, uh, two weeks ago, waste weeks management, ago. I believe. Weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So, and I played him a little bit this year. It's a little bit shaky kind of where he's at, but I, I like everything. I like him at Riviera. He's ranked number one in the field off the tee, fourth in DraftKings points. His lowest is his putter, you know, putting. He's ranked at... Uh, 31st but again if we can just get him off the tee i think everything else will will speak for itself so 
Uh, yeah, Bubba Watson, eighty nine hundred bucks. That's Three a good pick. I, I picked him the week he was at the waste management when he was doing it. Taylor, what dance was he doing in the in the sand in the sand thing on the practice round? <laughs> I don't know, some kind of like bouncing around vine thing he had going on. He looked good though. I think the links all fits him well. He looked really good. It does. It does look well. He's out there dancing. The next thing I know, he's about to he's about to miss the cut for me. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, let, let's uh, let's dancey, more golfy. <laughs> Who you got, Taylor? Uh, well, first off, love Bubba. I'm a left-handed golfer. Bubba's a left-handed golfer. Oh. It all plays nice. Um, also, shout out to Bubba. He was at Goat Hill Park on Saturday, which is like, it's a course in Oceanside. Yeah. Probably about two hours from LA. Yeah. Um, super chill dude. He didn't, he just, you know, was teeing around with some locals there. Um, so I love that. So big ups to Bubba. He should have a good week. Um, for my pick, I picked Big Mav, Maverick McNeely. Nice. Um he just looks it's swagger right now is is 100 percent. he'd have his little club club twirl mm-hmm. um on 18 yesterday mm-hmm. i didn't know that he was um he his girlfriend was daniel kang so i don't know some some confidence is in the air for map he said he loves poana greens um so maybe that might have been a clue for some some things in the future um i don't know if he'll win but i know for the price i think he, i have him at uh seven thousand three hundred so I know he's going to be somewhere on that leaderboard. Hey, was so was was Maverick? Was he the one that when he addressed his ball yesterday, it moved and he got assessed the penalty? Mm. I don't was think that? that was. I think that was Russell Knox that happened to yesterday. But okay, it ha- I think Maverick. It happened to him on Saturday. Something like that happened. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I, th- I thought so. Yeah. So because and uh, you got a second place finish at the AT and T Pro Am. Missed the cut at the Farmers. Seventy first at the Amex. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, based on last weekend, uh, I don't think we have any. Well, I don't think we don't have any course history, so I'm sure he's probably seen the course, but he has not played a tournament here. So, well, interesting I think he's from see. around there. He's, he's from California, right? So yeah, he's from Pebble yeah. Beach. Yeah. For his 16th birthday, right. he got around at Pebble Beach. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great course to learn how to play golf at. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who you got, Dan? Uh, I got eight thousand bucks. I'm going with Kokrak. Yeah. Uh, good, good course history here. So in this field, last 24 rounds, Riviera, uh, 14 shots gained total, 11th tee to green, ninth ball striking, uh, 7th off the tee, 8th in DraftKings points. You look at recent history. Um, Century, he was uh, 35th, Sony 56th, and Farmers 29th. So uh, I think he's just solid here. I think he likes this course. Yeah. Yeah, he missed the cut here last year, Great. but then, but then, <laughs> but then, twenty nineteen, you got T thirty seven, T twenty, T twenty two, and then T two and sixteen behind uh, behind Bubba Watson. So, I mean, you know, outside of last year, I mean, generally speaking, yeah, good, yeah. good, uh, good, uh, good courts for Kokrak. And I mean, he's uh, you know, once again, I, he's he's playing really well. So, yeah. so yeah, I think yeah. solid there. Yeah. Uh, let's see, where am I going next? I'm going to. Uh, Carlos Ortiz, $7,800, T26 last year, T9 in 2019. Uh, I don't think I saw him. Yeah, he didn't play at the AT&T. Uh, he fourth at the Waste Management, 29th Farmers, 14th Sony, uh, 37th Tournament of Champions. So uh, I really, really like his form coming into this golf tournament, and I like his course history here. So uh, Carlos Ortiz may bring it home for me this week. Uh, 25th in DraftKings points at this course. He's first in putting. 
He is 95th off the tee, which is a little shaky, but uh, short game, he's ranked third. So, uh, again, coming off a recent form, I, I think we're good to go with, uh, with Mr. Ortiz here. I took him as well. I did. Um, I think he went through some of these stats or whatnot. But I mean, first, he was first in putting. So it's a little scary there. And I can keep that up or whatnot. But I just, I like that recent form over at Waste. He looked great. And a farmer's also. And Sony. So yeah, he's in really good form here. I mean, he's, he's just striking it so well. What do you think, Ty? Uh, I like his game. I think he'll he'll definitely make the cut. But for some reason, he just always looks super angry to me. I don't know. He just doesn't look like he's having fun out there. Like, I think the last time I watched, he was at Farmers. And he was just grinding out there, just trying to make pars. So it just, it, it just didn't look good. But um, I think that's a clean pick. Oh, you know who looked really angry last last week was uh, Nick uh, Lashley, right? Oh my gosh! I was waiting for that. I was waiting for us to talk to, about that. Okay. I felt so bad for the guy. I did too. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you know, here's this dude. He was a real estate agent like eight years ago. He's just having fun. I don't think he knew that he was leading the tournament at one point because he was swinging pretty loose. I don't know who told him that he was tied for first place, but I think it was. I want to say it was the 11th hole. He was fine. But then 11, he started to get a little tight. He was holding on. And then that 16th hole where he just he, he hooked Ooh, it. Lost it, man. Just lost it. And you could just see, like, he just wasn't prepped for that moment. I just felt so bad for him. Like, triple bogey. He was on my DraftKings, actually, oh, wow. uh, that week. And that, that kind of cost me. But, um, you know. I hope for I hope nothing but the best for the guy because that really sucked. I didn't want to watch that on TV. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, I felt really bad for him too. I felt really bad uh, for that club. I thought he was going to throw it into the green. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> exactly. Uh, all right, so you got Carlos Ortiz as well, Dan. Yep. Tay, who you got? Who's next? Um, wow. So Sergio, I have Sergio. I think. I might change this. This was something that I did this morning and I just felt good. And so I just picked it. But for some reason, randomly Sergio is like the San Antonio Spurs of golf. Like you love don't this. hear about him that much, but he's just always there. And so I feel like he's just going to find a way to be at least. I think, I think Sergio is a, is a top 15 this weekend randomly. So well, he likes this golf course, uh, that's for sure. And uh, I, I would agree that Sergio is one of those guys. I think, I think maybe you, you don't forget about him, but I think it's, you know, he just kind of drifts away out there. And then it's like, shit, here he is again, doing something magical. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that's, uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's a solid pick. I'm trying to find him, see what his course history is. I know it's. I know it's pretty solid. So last 24 rounds, while you're looking for that, Cal, uh, Sergio was shots gained total fifth, uh, tee to green fourth, ball striking seventh, uh, off the tee 13th, approach 11th, uh, DK points sixth, uh, all around the green third. Putting was the one that was a little troublesome, 78, but that's the last 24 rounds at Riviera. So yeah, he does like this yeah. course and he plays it well. Yep. Yeah, Sergio, 7,700 bucks. So last year, T37, 2019, T37. I'm envisioning another T37. <laughs> Uh, 27, 2017, he was T49, and then he missed a cut in 16. But, hey, all in all, I mean, uh, you know, he looked good overseas when he was playing. So, yeah, solid. Mm -hmm. Is it to me? Yep. Uh, took, I, took, I got two guys at 7,300. So, first one I'll talk about is uh, I took the Hoff. Charlie Hoffman. Yep. Mm, um, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's look at him here. Yeah, where's he at? Oh, there he is. 
So last 24 rounds, 29 shots gained total, 13th tee to green, 17th ball striking, 14th DK points, uh, 22nd on approach. Just uh, likes the course, obviously, with those kind of numbers. And then he was 7th last week at the AT&T. Really good showing. Uh, didn't, didn't have a really good showing before that, but I just liked what I saw last week. I think he's in good form and uh, obviously he likes this place. I know he missed his own. He missed the cut at his own tournament. Yeah, <laughs> the waste management. But you got 14th at the Sony, 46. Uh, well, it's back in in December. He hasn't been playing much either, so I don't know what's uh, what's up with that. Hey, but, Tate, um, don't you think that uh, JT would be a good sponsor for uh, for the waste management with all that trash talking? Uh, yeah, I think that would be great, and that'd be the only sponsor he has right now. So I think waste management should hit him up. Exactly. <laughs> so so for Charlie Hoffman, missed the cut last year, missed the cut in nineteen. T forty one, T four, and T sixty three. Solid pick there, Dan. Good. Running the old trifecta on us, huh? <laughs> Good. Uh, let's see. All right. Last but not least, Mr. Vaughn Taylor. Uh, this is oh. this is my steal of the week, steal of the tournament. Course history, you got T13 last year, T919, T20 in 2018. Uh, this course, it's got his name all over it. So uh, we got uh, 21st at the Pro-Am, missed the cut at Waste Management, 60 at the Amex, 25th at the Sony. Um, for $6,700, I mean, I, I, what more could you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> so Vaughn Taylor is bringing, bringing it, bringing in the rear. He's seventh in DraftKings points. He is sixty second off the tee, sixteenth in putting. So yeah, Vaughn Taylor's my guy, man. Oh, Taylor, what you got? So I have Pat Perez. Oh, nice. Pat Perez Ooh. is one of the just the coolest guys in golf. And I feel like <laughs> Pat doesn't care about those, you know, basic normal tournaments like he wants the ones that people are watching and i feel like genesis is always the one that people are watching and pat will shine so nice. top 15 i feel like and for the price he's at you know six thousand four hundred bucks so that was automatic luck nice yeah good good value for perez let's see what his course history looks like here yeah, give me some good numbers here. T forty seven, T fifty six, T forty one, and T twenty eight. So he's making the cuts. Yeah, it's trending upwards. Up, yeah. ex exactly. And then from uh, he's ranked thirty seventh in DraftKings points. He's seventy fifth off the tee, thirtieth in putting. So forty uh, first overall. Yeah, at sixty four hundred bucks. Uh, you know, you can't go wrong with uh, with Pat Perez. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm taking Adam Hadwin at 7,300 bucks. He was 50th at the waste. He was 18th at farmers, 32nd at the American express twice, 24 rounds at Riviera, uh, shots gained total. He was 31st in the field. He was, uh, 38th off the tee, 33rd around the green, 11th in putting 15th in uh, DraftKings points. So I like the value with that, you know, 15th overall in DraftKings points for the 7,300 bucks. So, yeah. Well, he likes this place too. T26. 75th, T6, T34, and T16. So you got another guy here that uh, that really likes Riviera. So yeah, good, solid, uh, solid pick. Good deal. Let's make some money this week, man. All right. I really need it. I hope so. <laughs> I'm shocked no one picked Rory. I couldn't afford him. He was expensive. Yeah. I, 
same same here and i can't get off that speed bandwagon so you know. <laughs> uh but i mean i you know rory likes this course i mean he typically plays uh, what do we got so we got t5 t4 t2 t20 and t20 so you know all in all i mean he plays the course really well uh i mean we kind of know what rory we're gonna get right at least we, we know we know we're at least going to get this Rory, right? Is there anything else that kind of, that kind of comes along with it? I mean, he's six in DraftKings points. He's second off the tee here. So third in total strokes gain. Uh, we didn't mention DJ. I don't, it's only talk about DJ. If you want to talk about who ranks first in the field for everything, uh, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's like his, his lowest field, his lowest category is he's 19th around the green, but it's because he's never around the green. He's on the green. So exactly. <laughs> it pr- probably got a smaller sample size there to, to measure the guy against. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, at 11,300, I mean, this is, I'm not discounting any of the other golf tournaments or any of the other fields that we've had thus far, but I you know this is, there's definitely more horsepower at this tournament than we've had this year. And, you know, and with just some of the folks that are, that are out there, I mean, it's, uh, you know, shit, it's a crapshoot, right? And, and who's going to win this thing? I mean, you got look, you got Brooks Kepka coming off of the win. Uh, more, we hadn't seen Morikawa in a while, so it'll be interesting to see where he's at. You got Rom, you know, comes out with new clubs, new equipment, and looks like he's hitting on all cylinders. You got DeChambeau's had a little break. So, you know, is the, is the driving and distance, uh, what's that going to do to him? Is that going to change his strategy? Tony Finau. Hey, if you want to pick the guy that is not going to oh. win the tournament, if you if you want to pick the guy that's not going to win the tournament, get Tony Finau in your lineup. And hey, I like Tony. Don't get me wrong. I like watching him play. I like it when he's out there. It's just, man, he's got that. He's he's got something on his back that he just cannot get rid of. Uh, and and I don't know what it is. I, I wish the best for him. So and hey, I hope he does. I hope he breaks it, man. Get get out of there. Uh, the other guy that I like here is Victor Hovland. Uh, I think Hovland's got a good. He'll definitely be in a secondary lineup for me. So I, I think he's good. Hideki. Eh, well, we, we, we know he ain't going to putt worth a shit. So, <laughs> but you know, out, outside of that, it's, uh, you know, who, who knows, but Hideki's another one, man. He plays really well here. Likes the course. So yeah, yeah. Lots of, lots of good options. You can, uh, you can kind of drive yourself crazy scratching through. Oh, another guy, um, Matt Wolf at $8,100. That's what I was going to bring up, man. It's cheap. It's like, that's, uh, you know, when, when, when are you going to buy Matt Wolf? Uh, at eighty one hundred dollars, that's uh, when he's at the Farmers Open shooting what plus like what was he twelve? Yeah, yeah I think he had a hand like injury. Something's hey, going hey, in a blister uh, or something because yeah, he slammed his club on the ground. That's why he hurt his hand. Is that what happened? Exactly. Oh, there you yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't rub it in. I actually had him in my lineup that week, and he did miss the cut at Riviera last year. So. Mm. I, you know, who, who knows where we're going to wind up with that one. Mm. All right, Cal, who's you got? Who you got for your one and done? Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Good day, mate. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. Give, give me, give me, I'm back to back wins for Adam Scott. Wow. Okay. All right. Taylor, who you, got, who you got for your outlook? Uh, who you got to win? Uh, Xander, I'm not, I'm sticking to that. I think he really is going to do it. Okay. Cool. He, he's due. He, he is due, right? So yeah. I thought he was going to win waste. I did. I, I didn't think so. He just, he, he, that's the thing. He chokes. I feel like he just mm-hmm. doesn't like it, but with Riviera, I feel like he's going to have 
and I, I'm probably not going to be right, but he's going to have like a two, three shot lead and that might be okay. Uh, but if it's, you know, if he's in there and he's down two or up one, he's not, I don't, yeah. I don't see it happening. He's not a fighter like that. Yeah. Like Tony. Yeah. yeah. This is just kind of his backyard, right? So he's, he's pretty close to home and everything. So, yeah. Who you got, Dan? I've got, I got Kokrak for my one and done. Cause I, ha- I have to, I've already used some of the other guys. So I, I didn't have anybody else. Like I wanted to play that's this bold, week. That's a bold choice. That's a bold choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did mention he missed the cut last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Tay, get yourself to the other poor man. Let's let's hear all about Tay. I want to hear some uh, what you got going on, man. Wow, what what do you guys want to know? I mean, born and raised Santa Monica, California. I actually, you know what? I'm glad that I'm on the show. So I lived in Atlanta for four years, um, but I was a kid though, so I, you know, I don't. That wasn't the guy yet. But nice. Um, most of my life in California. Didn't grow up playing golf. I started playing golf probably about consistently maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, my dad was a huge basketball player, but down the line, he had uh, some heart issues so he couldn't play. So he started picking up golf dude golfs probably every other day. And just since I was like 13 years old, it just kicked the living shit out of me. Um, and I love it. I, I love playing. It's one of those games that like, you know, with basketball, you can practice all day, every day and be somewhat good, but golf, you could spend your life at a driving range and still, and still suck. <laughs> right. so, uh, so that's, that's that. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, golf community manager for a sunglass company down here. Gooder sunglasses. Cool. Um, I gotta send you guys a pair. I haven't done that yet. That'll definitely happen now. Um, okay, cool. but yeah, I'm just huge golf junkie. I'm not good by no means, but I just, I love playing. Um, I'm, you know, blessed to be living in a state where I can play golf all the time. LA golf sucks. So if you guys are thinking about coming to LA, don't go to, you know, go to like San Diego or somewhere up North, but not here. Where, where do you play at around there in LA? Yeah. Well, just wherever, you know, it could be San Diego or Northern, wherever you, you know, yeah, if you're coming I, into the state, where are you going to go play? Yeah. Uh, usually I, like I said, I tell people to avoid LA unless you're a country club member. If you're a country club member, fantastic. Right. But yeah. if you're just trying to get around in, there's, there's no yeah, shot, m- mini golf is crappy. I mean, is it, yeah. is it, is it that it's, is there not many golf courses or they're just not any really good ones? There's a healthy amount, but they just, they're not taken care of. There's so many people playing every day. So it's yeah. just like, it's almost like a shoe release. Like you have to wake up. <laughs> four days before you can get around and like get there really quick. Um, but yeah, San Diego, I love it. Um, you know, there's the, the Omni, it's like a hotel course. Okay. They have two courses, championship course. It's beautiful. Um, Rams Hill, which is kind of in San Diego. It's kind of like a little more deserty, more inland, but it's, it's in Borrego Springs. And that is, that's deemed our best public course oh, okay. in California. Not that many people know about it, but it's, it's beautiful. And that's, that's the course that, you know, that's anybody that's coming here. I'm telling them to go to. Yeah. We had, um, we had Matt Janelle on the show a few weeks ago and he was, I think he had just gotten back from Rams Hill and he, I think it's the first time he had played it and he shared with us. So was very pleasantly surprised at what the golf course was and what it delivered. I, I think, uh, uh, and I don't know if it gets a bad rap at all. I don't know why. I don't remember exactly why he was, he hadn't played. I think he's just that he hadn't played it. So he didn't have anything to really measure off of, but he's like, yeah, once, once you, once you're there, he's like, this is uh he's a, it's a place you got to check out. So, yeah. Yeah. That one. And uh really good uh, public course it's called Sandpiper. So Sandpiper is in Santa Barbara. 
and I would say it's so it's the poor man's Tory Pines, but okay. I've you know I played with people that played at Tory Pines, and we played at Sandpiper, and he was like Sandpiper by far is way better than Tory Pines. Wow. It's literally just like it, um, right on the bluffs of Santa Barbara, and it's beautiful. Wow, that's a good that's yeah, a good I, little. I played Tory Pines a couple of times, and. Uh, I would say underwhelmed. It's a good golf course, but, but for what you're for me, at least for what I was expecting, you know, I was, I was expecting like kind of a, like a Beth page black experience. And again, had a good time and uh, you know, it's, it's a nice course, but just in, you know, the kind of your, your, uh, you know, your predetermined outlook on what you think you're going to walk into and get, it doesn't really deliver, I'd say. Yeah. So like anybody, I mean, I'm still a golfer that like, you know, I won't spend more than $120 on a round. Cause I'm scared. I just, I don't want to spend that much money and just be trash. Cause that just yeah. scares the hell out of me. Um, so if anybody needs California recommendations for under hundred hours, I'm your guy. No, that's perfect. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. What's this special so, pour? I want to hear the special pour. The second one. Oh, so this one, I have some Blantons here. Oh, uh, there you go. This is, I have, you know, I have the little, the, the, the case for it still. Like I rarely bring this out, but because I'm on Breeze and Bourbon, I had to, had to, Please had to do. Uh, do it for it. Nice. Hey, there you, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, man. Cheers. Thank you guys. Um, what's in the bag? I feel like you guys can guess it. So my name's Taylor. So what, what, what would you think? <laughs> there you go. Just custom, know, yeah. are, those, are those custom clubs? They got your <laughs> name all over them. <laughs> they are custom. All my stuff is custom. Uh, yeah. I tailor made for sure. All my stuff is tailor made. Um, obviously because I'm Taylor and it's made for me, but I honestly really love Mizuno's. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking about switching driver. I think I'll, I'll never change Taylor made. Cause I, I just love the driver, but those, um, JXP hot metal irons from Mizuno just look, they look really good, good, man. They, they look they good. Look really good. Hmm. Yeah. I actually got the, uh, I just got a new five wood. I don't carry a three wood. I carry a five wood and kind of ratchet it down, you know, to, to, uh, uh, turn the, turn it down. And I just got the new, uh, the new SIM five wood. So I haven't hit it yet. It's like, it just came like on Friday and the weather's been crappy here, but yeah, I'm anxious to look, looks really nice. Feels good. So I'm anxious to, uh, to get out. Are you hitting SIMs? You got the SIMs, uh, woods or no. So driver, I'm still, I'm on M4 for the driver. And yeah. then I have, so I have M2 tailor-made irons. Yep. Long story about that, but um, there's like a tailor, there used to be a tailor-made outlet here in California. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was right, right after Taylor. So tailor-made and Adidas used to be together. Yep. Um, and I used to work for Adidas and I used to get a discount for tailor-made oh, stuff. Nice. Um, and so when they seceded, tailor-made had a sale going on where for some reason, because tailor-made wasn't going out of business or anything like that, but for some mm-hmm. reason they were giving out clubs, like it was at a garage sale <laughs> and I was there and they were like, Hey, you know, we have this full set of M2 irons and we'll give it to you for 225 bucks. And I was like, that is a, a deal. So I've been playing yeah. with those. Um, but yeah, I'm starting to, starting to grow out of them. That's why I'm looking at the Mizunos, mm-hmm. uh, Sam, I want to try, have you guys heard of the, uh, I think it's the dollar drive club. No. Mm-mm. What's that? So there's like this new subscription out there now where you pay, I want to say $35 a month and you can try up to three drivers a year. 
And at the end of the year, if you like one of the drivers that you picked, like your subscription goes towards purchasing one of those and you can, you can keep it. That's cool. I'm doing that. That's cool. Um, Very cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm just pulled it up there and take a look oh at it. Oh yeah. boy, no, Taylor, gonna, um, he's got a commission on this now, man. You know, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna sign <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. I, think it's, I think it's good. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't like changing. I mean, three drivers in a year is kind of excessive, but yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. a good way to to put the product in your hand. Yeah. So, um, what what do you like to play out there uh, in terms of games? You like what are you guys are you guys playing? Uh, what kind of games are you playing in the course? Oh, just skins. Just skins. I, skins. I started playing um, Scramble. Okay. So lately I've been, I you know, like I said, I'm a new golfer, but mm-hmm. um, for work I've been going to a lot of uh, charity events, mm-hmm. yeah. and they all love Scramble. But the thing about the Scramble, is, which I don't understand, is no one moderates that. So, like, how do you know if we all played you know, <laughs> right. four shots exactly? Like, I, <laughs> I played at least three now, and it's like, oh, yeah, we shot a 65. Like, huh. Yeah. Okay. You shot a 65. Like, yeah, right. So I don't know. Those are fun, but skins is kind of like, you know, you're, you're still playing golf and it's on you to make a shot. So mm-hmm. that's, I don't really make that much money, but I just, I love playing it. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's really keep, good. Keeps it fun and interesting for sure. Yeah. Cal, yeah. have we been to the Santa Monica? You said Santa Monica, right? Santa Monica. Have we been there, Cal? I'm not sure we've been to Santa Monica part of the LA area. Is that Orange County? That is not Orange County is about an hour south from here. Okay. It, so I don't think so. Uh, not that I can, I, I can't place anything that we've, uh, that we've done or been there. So, yeah, you're not missing, but I'm like a anti California person at the moment. <laughs> I I'm, I'm ready to move. I want to move to Scottsdale. I'm like, I'm feverishly trying to move to Scottsdale, but, uh, well, it's, it, good... it, it, it's great until about April or May. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> Your hands are melting to the steering wheel in the car. You know, it's like, good Lord. Yeah. But with all the tax here, that's what I feel like every day. My hands just melting to reach for my, my wallet. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Hey, so, so with COVID, I, I work with some people out in, in California regularly, but uh, so COVID and everything, I mean, are you guys kind of golf, golfing, you're freed up, you know, come and go as you please. If you can get a tea time. If you can get a tea time, you can by all means go. There's, there's been a huge wide pattern of different things that they've been trying to do where it's like, they don't want solos playing like only two to four golfers playing. Mm-hmm. Then they try to do where you have to play golf with people in your household, but then they couldn't really prove who was living with who. Right. Um, so it's been kind of wild, but right now it's, it's pretty tame to where it's just normal. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. So if we're going into Santa Monica, give us some like diamond, uh, diamonds in the rough in terms of like where to eat and all. Oh, uh, well, if you guys are healthy eaters, I can give you a wide variety of stuff. But if you're not healthy, you got to go somewhere else. Is Santa Monica? When you you know you see those videos of people like, oh, um, I need cashew milk and almond milk. That's Santa Monica. Like, okay. anytime you hear that, that's Santa Monica. Okay. Um, so don't come here. Uh, if you love wings, there's this place in West LA. It's called Wings World, and it's super in the cut. <laughs> It's like buy a liquor store. You just, you would go there and be like, am I in the right place? But you are in the right place. Oh, lemon pepper wings. They're fantastic. You know, everybody talks about magic city and all that stuff, but they are really good. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, barbecue. 
We don't really have great barbecue. I, I, I was about to say, hold on, yeah. California barbecue. Just that something yeah. doesn't sit right with me. No, like I, I'm in Georgia, Dan's in North Carolina. It's like, hey, we'll get our barbecue locally. Oh yeah, okay. I'm glad I didn't go that route with you guys because yeah, we we don't have good barbecue. Um, bur- oh, you know what? Burgers. We do have good burgers. So in and out is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. loves in and out, mm-hmm. but you know, the lines are always super long. It's about a 35 minute wait to get a fast food burger, which is insane. <laughs> um, but in Venice, which is right next to Santa Monica, there's this place called window and window. It's like a $4 burger. It's literally in a window. Um, but you know, they, they made it look nice with, um, with lights and all that stuff and you can sit down and eat, but Window, arguably best burger I've ever had. And I've been all over the place, but that's the best burger I've ever had. It's delicious. Nice. It's like five, five bucks. And you can't, you can't find that anywhere in LA. I, I was about you to say, can you even five. eat anywhere in California for $5? No, <laughs> no. Unless you're going to McDonald's. It's not, it's not yeah. possible. I, yeah, forgot awesome. to, I forgot to ask Taylor. So what, what shoes are you sporting on the course? What shoes am I sporting on the course? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm an Adidas guy. I okay. used to work there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have friends that work there. I'm still waiting for a discount from them, but I love, I love Adidas stuff. Okay. Uh, you picked Pat Perez. I figured maybe you might be to sport some of those Jordans out there. I like, I like the Jordans, but you know, for $225, <laughs> it's just not, not me, not me. And they don't, they don't look comfortable. They look good, but not comfortable. Like those they look like kind of work boots to me. I mean, they're, they're so big and yeah, I mean, like I'm with you, like the, they're visually appealing, but they don't look like they're going to be managed well on the golf course. No. Yeah. So Hmm. So I see you see you got a master's hat on. Have you been to uh have you been to the masters? At least this is a master hat, but it's uh it's it's a green hat, but it's the Great Sand Dunes golf course. Okay, I got you. I, like I saw the little yellow. Hat. I thought it was a flag over there. Yeah, kind of nah, yeah. I I haven't gone to the masters. I really want to go. My dad went whoa, when did he go? I think I think he went in like oh nine, two thousand ten. Um, but I mean, he still, he still talks about the masters. Like he went yesterday. I mean, he loves it. Um, so I, I'm waiting for my moment. I don't really want to go right now with COVID. Like I want to get the full experience. Right. Um, but yeah, that's definitely on my bucket list. I definitely want to go. Have you, have you guys been? Yeah. And I know yeah. you live in, oh, you guys both go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Se- several times. Haven't played it. Uh, but I've been, I don't know. I've probably been seven or eight times maybe. So oh, no, wow. I've been once, yeah. only once. Yeah. That's, was, that's all you really need. Yeah. It, it it's cool. one of those places, man. It's, uh, I mean, to you say he's talking about it like he was just there yesterday. I mean, it is, it, it, it is as real as, uh, as everybody describes it. I mean, it is, it, it just, it leaves an impression. And even if you're not a golfer, I mean, yeah. there's, uh, you know, there, there's just something about that place that is, uh, it, it's just absolutely unreal. So are you yeah. going to go try you, to go, go ahead. You go have you first, buddy. I was just going to ask if you had the pimento cheese sandwich. I was just wondering. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. Are you going to try to go to the U S open this year? Hopefully if they allow fans, um, I really want to go. I went to, I went to the farmer's open last year. That was my very first golf tournament. Okay, cool. Super sick. Very fun. Um, you know, I didn't really understand the whole tiger woods thing and tiger woods. So supposedly if tiger woods is, is approaching you, you have to be about like five holes ahead of him to get like a decent uh, view of him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, me and my dad, I took my dad out, we were waiting and we saw, we saw everybody we saw John Rahm. Uh, I think the, the beauty of golf tournaments is like, they're so intimate unless you're looking at like Rory tiger <laughs> Bryson, like there's no one out there. I was with, um, what's his name? Uh, 
Jonathan Vegas. Oh, yeah. okay. Vegas. Yep. Uh, no one was out there with him. I was like standing probably eight feet from him. He's about 120 yards away. And he like damn near just made a, a Eagle casually. Oh wow. No one's watching him. I'm sitting there with my, my jaw on the floor. He just looks at me and winks at me. I'm like, that's so cool. Like <laughs> I can never do that at a, at a basketball game. Right. Uh, but yeah, I was waiting for tiger. Um, finally caught him on the 18th hole. Oh, cool. I'm super pumped. Cause I was right by him and you know, I'd waited all day for him to, to hit this drive and he hit the drive and hooked it left like about 40 yards. Um, but I was just, I was so excited to see him. You know, I just screamed out nice shot and I don't think he liked that. Cause he just cut <laughs> up his walk and he was just like really irritated. Um, but yeah, I, I love, I love golf tournaments. I, I hope to say to, to get some more. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, all right, my friend, well, good luck this week. Thanks. Uh, thanks for taking some time to chat with us on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, Dan. Hey, t- tell us where you can think everybody can find you, man. Online. Oh, you guys can find me on Instagram at tee it up underscore Tay. And yeah, I got some fun shenanigans in there. And, uh, hey, good luck this week. Here's to all of us win a little bit of money drinking good bourbon. There you go. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank all you right. so much. All right. Yeah, man. This is Alex Castle, Master Distiller at All Dominic Distillery in Memphis, Tennessee. And you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Um, we're excited to have Jay Smith, head golf professional at Presswick Country Club, on with us today from uh, the Myrtle Beach area. Jay, thanks for coming on, bud. How you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys letting me be on. Um, you know, actually, we got a nice, beautiful day in Myrtle Beach. It's a little chilly out, but the sun's out. And- a lot of the country's under uh, a lot of white stuff, and uh, we're not playing with that. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, you got that right. Yeah, so what's I did see, looks like you guys have had quite a bit of rain over there the past couple of weeks, huh? I'll tell you, January's been rough. We had about, last I saw, about 13 or 14 inches of rain in January, so it's rained a lot. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure the grass is uh, appreciating it, right? So uh, looking, looking, forward to, looking forward to a green spring, hey. Yeah, the ryegrass loves it, and, you know, our greens are still in great shape and still rolling good, so uh, you guys got to experience that, so you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we sure did. So um, the cool thing that what I really thought was neat about Presswick, so again, in, in the Myrtle Beach area, is the uh, the two different nines that you had, and we'll get into a little bit. Of, I definitely want to kind of get get into your career and you and, uh, and where you played, uh, played college golf at, but... Um, You've got, uh, I'd call a traditional setup on the front nine, and then you go to a link style on the back. So it's kind of, you, you can play 18 holes and you almost get to play or experience two different courses. So um, is that, is that, um, is that a, a profile? Cause it's a, it's a Pete and PB die design originally. Is that something that they're known for? I don't recall that, that, that being a, a thing. They don't do a lot of it. You know, it was father, son. It was uh, done in the late eighties. Um, and I don't know if it was their first one they ever did, but they haven't done many together. Um, yeah. I want to say PB might've been just getting started. Right. Um, he's a very, inter- he's, he's a fun guy to talk to. He uh, has a lot of insight to why they did a lot of stuff. I've actually been, I had the pleasure one day to ride around with him and he talked about the golf course, about why they put a bunker here, a bunker there and things like that. It was really neat. And, um, it's, I, I talked to him a fair amount and, uh, you know, unfortunately Pete passed away. Yeah. Know? Um, 
I never had a chance to talk to him very much, but I do talk to PB a fair amount. Very cool. uh, good, good guy. Good to talk to. Very interesting. <laughs> well, next time you talk to him, tell him, uh, tell him that fairway bunker that runs all <laughs> along the side of 18 whipped my ass, man. <laughs> I couldn't get, I couldn't get out of that. It's 18, right? With the, the lake yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. I could not get out of that thing to save my life. I was like, golly, if I could get it out of this thing. <laughs> well, we made it uh, easier for you. We grasped it then. It used to be all sand. Yeah. So when yeah. it was sand, it was, I don't know, we let it grow up to be a rough height. So it probably is a little, I don't know, it kind of de- depends on what you prefer, sand or rough height. You know, it's a, it's a I, tough shot out of there. I prefer not to be on that side at all, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, but, but what a fantastic course. And I mean, you guys are regularly voted um, as kind of, uh, what are they, uh, hidden gems of Myrtle Beach, right? I mean, get a lot of recognition, which, which I'm really surprised um, and so the course was in great condition. The layout is just, again, absolutely fantastic and getting to experience, you know, two mm-hmm. different, you know, course setups, if you will. Uh, so I'm surprised that you guys are labeled a hidden gem. Is it just the location kind of where you're tucked back? Uh, well, when it first opened, it was totally private. Mm. Oh, okay. so I don't know how much you guys know about when private courses open, they don't try to get all the recognition that public courses do. Um, you know, public courses generally go to when, you know, this award, that award, where private courses are trying to get members, trying to get homes on the golf course. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. so out of the gate, you know, from the start, you know, they didn't advertise in all the magazines, you know, to get all those awards. And we sure. won a lot. And, you know, lately we're now public. We don't have any members. And um, the words getting out for a long time that private mystique you know that kind of hangs around nobody think thought they can play it um oh yeah we're doing our, we're doing our best to get rid of that um and because we, we want everybody to come enjoy the golf course um you know locals as where as well as guys that are down at the beach on package play sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah awesome yeah and, and enjoy it we did i I'm uh, trying to actually, we, I think we played, well, I know we did. We played 36 that day. A couple of yep. us did. Some of the other guys had to leave, but we actually went, went back around. We had so much fun. So, uh, uh, and definitely it's on our list when we get back to Myrtle beach, man, it's uh, that, that, that was a real treat. So we appreciate, uh, appreciate the opportunity. Um, so you're a, you're a South Carolina guy, native, eh? Yep. Grew up in Spartanburg, which is in the upstate of South Carolina and, went to Spartanburg high school and then I actually went to coastal Carolina and played golf there. And, you know, my, my golf game was, yeah, I, pl- I played in some tournaments and played okay and stuff, but got to enjoy uh, going to coastal. And, you know, they had a really good year in football this year in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, game day actually made it. And, and I mean, that set this place, you know, e- even during the pandemic, everybody down here was so excited and I had, football we went ahead and bought season tickets like we have every year even though with the pandemic and uh right. got to see him beat byu and that was a uh a very uh welcome surprise i guess you could say that, I mean, that may be the win that may be the win of the uh the win of the of the franchise eh yeah well you just didn't know what to expect you knew they were good and um but byu was ranked right there with them so you didn't really know what to expect and uh you know, it finished with BYU getting stopped on about the one yard line. So it right. was a really great year for Coastal and football. And, you know, they got to go to the bowl game. Unfortunately, Liberty beat them in overtime, but kind of kind of put them on the map. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's uh, so for those that don't know, that's where uh, I guess I don't know if it's the most famous, probably the most famous golfer. Right. Jay Smith, uh, uh, Dustin Johnson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's where Dustin went to school. Um, I did, so did you ever have a, get a chance to interact when he was uh, when he was there? Um, I'm a good bit older than he is, but I, I met him a couple of times. Yeah. Super friendly. Um, when I was in school, one of my old roommates was Tom Gillis, who has played oh, really? on the PGA Tour. He's played on the senior tour. He actually lost to uh, Jordan Spieth in the, I think it was the 2015 John Deere, oh. lost in a playoff to win that. So he, he's done quite well for himself, and he's playing on the senior tour now. But um, And I've played with him since he has been on the tour. And, wow, my game is not good. He spent more time looking for, for my ball and the other guys we played with, and he just kind of – looked around and enjoyed the scenery because he was always on the fairway and always on the green. And well, we weren't. Yeah. I, I mean, so boring. Wouldn't it be boring just to hit greens and fairways every time? I mean, it's like, you don't get your money's worth. Exactly. I mean, it, it's exciting when I'm out there playing golf I mean, hell, you don't know where the ball's going to go. So the good old army golf left, right, left, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so with, all, so we mentioned the rain and stuff going on. So just kind of, to kind of get a feel for Myrtle beach golf, right? I mean, it's year round, right? I mean, you're playing, playing all 12, uh, all 12 months and you'll kind of have some cold spells hit or miss, but I mean, generally speaking, it's pretty, uh, pretty comfortable to, to come in, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll have a day here and there that are just, not necessarily too cold, but may get, you know, may get rained out, may be cold. But um, for the most part, we play 12 months out of the year. Um, our busy seasons are obviously spring and fall. Right. Um, summer summer is really good, but summer is, you know, families, things like that. And we play a lot of golf in the summer, but it is the south and it is Myrtle Beach. And it's a, li- it's a little it's warm hot. in the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't going to say it's hot. It's just, it's, you know, it gets a little steamy in the afternoons, but <laughs> we play a lot of golf in the mornings. And a lot of it's, you know, fathers and sons, mothers and daughter, you know, whole sure. families come out and play, you know, they're down on vacation. So they want to come out and enjoy, you know, golf in Myrtle Beach. And, you know, there's 80 golf courses. You can definitely find something that you enjoy playing hopefully they come to press week mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah it's it's got to be you know i don't know if it's if if saying that it's one of the more challenging places to run a golf course i don't know if that's a fair statement or not but you just mentioned it with 80 courses on the grand strand i mean you've got you got a lot of options and you've got a lot of really good golf courses right i mean it's not like okay well the, there's a handful that are decent i mean you got a lot of good stuff i mean Prestwick being one of those i mean it's right up there again i think the last i saw it was uh, ranked top five in, uh, I forget the article that it was in, but it, uh, it was, was, uh, ranked as fifth. And, you know, I, I think that's, uh, you know, speaks a lot to, to you and staff and, and being able to maintain that. And, you know, out of 80, you know, if you're in the single digit rankings at all, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that, that, that's pretty handy. I mean, are you guys doing anything, you know, or I guess let me ask it a different way. What are you, what are you guys doing unique that kind of keeps you in that, uh, in that top tier upper echelon of, uh, of, of the 80 courses that are there. Well, we're, we're fortunate. The golf course is owned by the Jackson companies who also also own ocean lakes family campground. And they are dedicated to the golf course as far as they want to make sure we have all the resources we need as far, you know, obviously, you know, the funds to keep it in good shape. We, 
you know, we have a really nice clubhouse. We do a lot of functions there. Um, they're just really, they, they give us the resources and myself and our team, we're lucky that we have it and we take advantage of it and we do everything we can with what they give us. And, uh, our superintendent does a wonderful job keeping the golf course in great shape. And you guys got to see that. And, um, the greens are probably about as quick and as smooth as you can find on the beach. Um, (laughs) nice, but, but you're right. You know, there, there are 80 courses, which, which is great. And, and all 80 courses, what's really cool about the Myrtle beach grand strand area. We all work together. Like I I could give you 50 guys. I could call tomorrow if I needed something that work at golf courses and they're, we all try, we're in competition with each other, but we actually try to help each other as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the article you were talking about with us being in the top five, that actually was put out by, uh, a, an ambassador package company. Um, and what they did is they sent out surveys to the golf courses in Myrtle beach. And that was voted on by the Myrtle beach PGA pros. Mm, wow. Oh, really? That's so, awesome. Yeah. For us to be fifth, you know, and the Myrtle beach PGA pros voted us fifth. You know, to me, that says a lot. And yeah. and I would, I would agree with them. I mean, there's, you know, there's 45 or 50 wonderful golf courses and they're all really good. You know, you've got every level that you can ever want for someone to come down. We've got a couple of par threes. So if a golfer can't find what he's looking for in the grand strand, he's just not looking. Uh, yeah. You're looking for something that doesn't exist. I'd say, but yeah, you know, you're right. We've talked with, uh, with a few other folks and, and we've got some more to talk to, but you know, folks like Sean and at Tidewater, uh, Jim, mm-hmm. um, at heritage, uh, who Bart at, uh, uh, at true blue. Yeah. So, you know, it's, and, and everybody is, is very complimentary as you mentioned, right. And, and it's, and it's working together and it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I would say it's building that invitation or, you know, kind of that familial, Hey, you know, come here and have a good time. Yes. We want you to play our golf course, but go experience some other golf courses too. Right. I mean, there's just too much good stuff, uh, not, not to be able to do that. And within a close proximity that, you know, it's uh, kind of get everything that you're looking for. So, um, so, Hey, so at coastal Carolina, what, um, so you played, you played all four years there. Yeah. I mean, I, I played in tournaments every year. I didn't play in all the tournaments. I didn't qualify, but yeah, from, uh, I'm telling you my age now, 88 to 92, just turned 50 last year. So, uh, nice. yeah, unfortunately with the pandemic, didn't get to go do a whole lot. We were going to go to Las Vegas and, uh, unfortunately didn't get to do that, but, um, yeah, played all four years and then went to work at Blackmore, which is a Gary Player course down here, and worked for a really, really nice guy named Donald Clement that's at the reserve now and went through the PGA program, got my class A, and I've been at Presswick since 1999. So uh, it's been oh, 20, wow. 21 years this this May. Yeah, 22. 22 this May. God, I can't yeah. even add. But uh, it's so, been a wonderful experience, wonderful place to work. Yeah, is, is that pretty common? I, I think it is, but I, I'm, I want to get it from the horse's mouth. And so, you know, when you're saying you've been there for 22 years, I mean, is that is it pretty regular to see a pro with that tenure at the same golf course, you know, for, for that, that length of time? Or is it more people are kind of moving around? or is Mostly, mostly they move around. Like down here, you've got big groups of golf courses. So sure. they'll move them between their own golf courses. Like right. you may not stay at one, you know, 
you may not stay at one course for an extended period of time. You may be there three or four years and then they move you to one of their other ones. Um, but at private clubs, the tenure is generally pretty long, as long as, you know, whoever gets the jobs doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah sure. Members get accustomed to the way things are done and, you know, nobody likes change. Um, and they like, you know, members like things a certain way and they want to keep it that way. Right. They get used to you. You get used to them. And you, every, it's kind of like a marriage, right? It's like, I, I know what I know what to say and what not to say kind of thing. Right. You know exactly how they if they want to drive the cart or ride the cart or what they, you know, the girls in the food and beverage know exactly what they want to drink. Their sure. uh, cocktails ready when they show up. And, you know, it's it, well, it's like their home basically yeah. you know, come in they know everybody they talk to everybody and you know that's what it's all about being a member right right so did uh so what see so we mentioned the pandemic and i, I don't want to get hung up on that it is specifically but were there any well what did it, what did presswick experience uh you know march through the end of the year right because it kind of hit you know when, when everything shut down what middle mid-march March ish, right? And I mean, that's kind of your go time, right? I mean, you've been you've been getting ready all winter for uh, you know all these groups coming in. So what what that do to you guys? And did it did it impact you in a in a good or a bad way? I mean, I know the pandemic was bad in itself, but I, just specifically to the club, yeah. Um, you know, it really hit us about mid March, like you said. Mm -hmm. So March we kind of held on because it really, you know, folks were still allowed to come. Um, you know, obviously April, they shut down the hotels. Yeah. No, you couldn't do the short term rental thing. Uh, and I think that was through about the middle of May, first week of May. And April is the biggest month on the Grand Strand for golf. So obviously nobody could fly down here and stay. Now, something positive that came out of that is we've never been a golf course that's been able to have a lot of local play um we've obviously tried in the last four or five years since we don't have a membership anymore mm -hmm. right. but we played more local rounds this past year than we ever have and we have folks that played back in april you know unfortunately some of them weren't working right. um so golf was really the only outlet and uh some of them that played back in april and may are still playing us today so we've gotten to know some of these, some of these guys and, you know, it, so the negative was we lost our, our, our out of town play, but the positive was we picked up more local play and things like that than we've ever had. And we're still seeing the positive effects out of getting those local players that come play and they're have they, they're hosting tournaments this year. Um, and we hope to keep that growing as well as our package play. And hopefully, you know, this spring season, we'll, we'll be able to have Package play. Mm -hmm. Well, shit. I think we're to a point now. If people are just gonna just go and do it anyway, right? I mean, it, it's like I'm I'm only staying cooped up for so long. It's like I'm I'm just gonna go and do you know, responsibly, mind you. But I I'm gonna go do something, right? I mean, you you, you can't really. I can't really stay cooped up, you know, for that, that extended period of time. So, uh, well, that, that's, I mean, it's good to hear, right. I mean, when, uh, when they give you lemons, make a gin and tonic, right. So, um, but, but it, it's good that, that you, you know, you're getting kind of the residuals of people getting to experience and then people are coming back. I mean, that, that's pretty awesome. And then, so turn it, you mentioned some tournaments. So do you guys host quite a bit of tournaments there? We probably host around 25 throughout the okay. year, various ones. We do some Carolina Golf Association, South Carolina Golf Association, as well as uh, GTS, which is Golf Tourism Solutions, which is the association that 
all the golf courses are members of. It's it's kind of like the it's affiliated with Myrtle Beach Golf Holiday, which everybody probably recognizes. That that name's been around forever. Right. And they, they do quite a few function, quite a few tournaments. And we do some of theirs and you know, as well as we do we do a few charity events, um, you know, to raise money for whatever the cause may be. Um, but overall and then we do some local events where like a coastal, uh, we had a coastal am tour event last week where a guy runs it and he calls us and says, I've got X number of players and they come out and they play and hopefully everybody has a great time and, and they come back. Um, but we do quite a few tournaments throughout the year and, and it's, it's positive for us because practice round always, you know, you get that practice round revenue that you never probably anticipated. And you might get some folks that obviously have never played Brestwick or, and come back. You know, that's what you're hoping for. Um, yeah, sure. So it, you know, the, the spring was, the spring was rough last year for everybody. You know, the clubhouse was closed. We had to, we pretty much, if you didn't have on a mask, we checked you in through the window. I don't know if you guys remember, but you know, we have a two story clubhouse. And oh yeah. So we check you in through the window if you didn't have a mask on and we're still doing that today. Um, we're still following all the guidelines. Um, you can come in and eat now, which is a nice thing. You have to wear your mask, but obviously when you're sitting down, you can right. take it. Off. Oh, we definitely found your bar. <laughs> well, I was getting ready they, to say, the bar is Yeah. And they took great care of us. So yeah. Yeah. It's uh, everybody there was, uh, uh, was just, you know, super people. And, uh, you know, again, it's, uh, we, we really enjoyed, uh, enjoyed the course. So what's the uh, course um, record there, James? So, you know, what's the what? course record? course record is actually owned by tom gillis who was my old college teammate so this is gonna blow you guys away but off the black tees which is well over seven thousand yards 61 oh good lord wow yeah wow i'm not sure i could when when, uh, when was that gosh he did that probably in the mid 90s late 90s and uh it's never I mean, somebody might beat it one day, but I would be shocked. No, I mean, that's, that, that's one of those, uh, you know, it's like, it's like, Oh, it's, it's really starting to come down now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'd love to be his teammate that day because you know, you're going to win. It, no you're not going to be paying somebody. You're going to be, uh, accepting, you know, something from someone else. It, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Or if you're playing against them, you're, uh, you're going home a little light. So, <laughs> You know, we have a lot of guys that come here and go, what's the course record? And we'll kind of look at them and, you know, then they'll go, is it three hours and 45 minutes or three hours and 30 minutes? And just, you know, gosh, gosh. They're, they're, just nothing to they're like, oh, I'm going out. I know I'm going to shoot 110, you know, but mm-hmm. hey, if they have fun, that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys notice we have plenty of sets of tees. We had six sets of tees so you can play as short or as long as you wanted the golf course to play. Um, you know, I, I've gotten to the point, I prefer to play the white tees, which are about 6,300. And I don't, that's probably where you guys played. I would imagine. We, we did. Yeah. Just, just, but we, you know, we hadn't seen that. Well, the first time, obviously we hadn't seen the course and as good as I was playing, uh, when we, uh, when we looped again, I, we elected to stay there. I don't blame you. I play the blue tees occasionally, but I'm not going to mess with those black tees anymore. I don't enjoy hitting driver and three wood into par fours anymore. It's just uh, not a whole, it's not a lot of fun for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we had, we did, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time, but, uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, you know, that whole week I was kind of off it, you know, I just, I was not hitting the ball good and it's just in golf, a crazy thing. You know, you, you can wake up today and walk out and, you know, you're just hitting it on the screws every time. And then, you know, the next day you wake up and it's, you know, you, you're just missing everything and you, and you have no idea why, right. Just, a, it's, it's a crazy, crazy thing. The guys on tour do it and they do it for a living, you know, mm-hmm. they'll shoot yeah. 62, 74. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You yeah. know, where we're probably shooting, you know, 74, 85. Exactly. So Dan, Dan doesn't, uh, he doesn't measure his, uh, how good his day was based on his score. Dan measures it on how many balls didn't he lose today? That's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. Hey, like well, you, you contribute to our ponds. We appreciate that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What? Uh, so, hey, so a couple things. Uh, I guess anything else you want to share about uh, about Presswick? I mean, other than it's fantastic. I mean, testimony for a testimonial from us. I mean, it is. It, it's a must play if you're in the Myrtle Beach area, uh, hands down. I mean, I think for I think for what you get, I think the value to yeah. the course is. I, I don't. I mean. It, I think it's above top five, to be honest. And in, in, in what you're paying and what you're getting, uh, I ain't saying you're you're not charging enough, but I'm saying it, you're you're getting your money's worth. Absolutely. Uh, I wish we could. We all wish we could charge more. You know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, now I would just say, you know, it's you know Pete and PB die design. Obviously, um, location's really good. It's right off Highway 544. It's only 10 minutes south of the airport. Um, so if you're down on a golf package, hey. Use this as your first course or use this as your last course. I would probably suggest maybe the last course that gives you a little time to warm up, maybe get your game, maybe get your game right. Because it is a little more challenging. I, I would go down that road too. And that's exactly why it worked out for us to play. And we scheduled it as our last course. And we said, Hey, if we got time and things are good, we might get another 18 in. And we did exactly that. And there's no, you're not getting it hung up in traffic. There's not going to be any issues. You're pointed 10 minutes from the airport. I mean, it's literally as the crow flies, it's right over the, right over the woods. <laughs> so yeah. yeah and we have quite a few guys that do exactly what you said. You know, they've, they won't try to play 36, but they'll play their 18 in the morning. They'll have lunch, hang out. We have shower facilities, which a lot of people like that, you know, before they get back yep. on the plane. Yeah. Um, so, so that they don't, you know, upset the person sitting next to them. Uh, you know, they'll take a quick shower and, you know, Uber or take their rental car head right back to the uh, airport and jump on the plane. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we got a, we got a rapid fire for you, Jay. So okay. We're gonna hit you. We're gonna hit you with some challenging questions, but I, but you got them. I mean, you got them. So give us a. Um, what is the capital a, of? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> give us a uh, give us a diamond in the rough from a restaurant point of view. So we're in Myrtle Beach, and we just finished a round of golf. We want to go out for dinner. What's something kind of off the beaten path that we wouldn't? It, it's not in the magazines. It's not in the books. So where, where are the locals eating at, or where are you sending somebody? So, well, I have to ask you a couple of questions though, leading up. Is that okay? Yeah. I know it's right. Oh, time. yeah. Yeah, sure. Fine. Are you. Gives me time like, to pour a drink. For really nice dining. Are you talking about fine dining? No, no. I think it's I think it's more of a casual, casual local spot, some place that you would frequently go, I would say. Right, Cal? So, Somewhere you would go with the boys after a round of golf. You yeah. know, you, you, you want to throw some shorts on and a t shirt and kind of relax, wind down, have a few drinks and and get the, get the best meal that I'm going to have down there for the place. 
But it's again, it's something that, you know, I'm not driving by. Uh, buffets don't count. I wouldn't say a buffet. <laughs> and you want to enjoy the atmosphere, obviously. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, not too far from the golf course is Dagwood Sports Bar. Okay. And uh, it's got wonderful food. You can sit at the bar. You can sit at a table. they got TVs at every table. So if there's any kind of sports on, guaranteed it's there. Um, nice. Can I throw a few more in there? Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you got, you know, Merle's Inlet, the seafood capital is not far from where we are, a little bit south. Um, wonderful seafood restaurants down there. But I, I enjoy going to Dead Dog Saloon because it has everything. You can sit outside. The Marsh Walk is beautiful. Um, and, I mean, you can order anything you want. They've got – their menu is enormous, and you can get anything you want. Um, now, if you're heading back north and you like like Italian, uh, Angelo's is really good, along with Villa Romana. Both of those are really good. Villa Romana is a little more – going to take you a couple hours to eat. They're going to make everything from scratch. They got a guy going around playing the accordion. He's really good. He's really funny. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and Angelo's is one of those places that it, it has a, an Italian buffet, but they also have, they have, this, they have these wonderful steaks. And when they bring them out to you, they're on the black skillet and they're literally cooking as they put them down in front of you. I mean, you can just hear them just sizzling. Oh, what did you said? It's Angelo's? Angelo's, yep. It's on 17 business, like heading north from okay. from so that's a pretty cool thing for me. I mean, when they when they put it in front of you and it's still cooking. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. Very cool. Yeah, nice, like nice job. But any you know, those are those are really close to the golf course and uh we we frequent those fairly often. Cool. cool. Yeah, I think we just found our uh three best pl- next places to eat at when we make a trip back over. So um, all right. So what's, uh, what's in the bag? Like golf bag. Oh, my yeah, bag. your clubs. Oh, well, if I Callaway, I just got the uh, new Epic speed driver. Haven't even hit it yet. Okay. Got a three wood on order. And then I've got, uh, the rogue pro irons that are a couple years old and just, um, like them so much. Don't really want to change. Mm-hmm. And then I have a yeah. lot of butter and Callaway, uh, Callaway apex sandwich, which is kind of, I don't have the rogue sandwich. I got the apex sandwich, but um, I'm real excited about the driver. I was hitting the Maverick mm-hmm. um, and Callaway was good enough to let me try this new uh, Epic speed, which will be out. I think it's any time. I think it was just introduced at the PGA show. What do you think about uh, John Rom going over to Callaway? That guy could probably play with a broomstick. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't, I don't, I mean, the, you know, the equipment's really good. It, it's good. You know, when you get to the, when you get those big companies and you get to those, those guys level, um, I think it's great that he has, um, he played well, what d- just in the farmers, he played well. Yeah. Um, la- yeah. Last week, I think it was seventh yeah. or eighth or something. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he missed some opportunities. Um, so, but you know, those guys are so good. They can, they can just about play anything, but I think it's great for Callaway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting and not, not to belabor it, but you know, you look at somebody like a, um, like a Justin Rose. 
feelings. Uh, and, you know, I would say that didn't go very well for him to the, to the point that he's now back to Taylor made and he's no longer with Hama. Uh, you look at, um, look at like Jason day, right. And I don't know who, he probably had an injury or was sick or something this weekend, but I mean, you know, he, he leaves and, you know, now he goes to, you know, he's got a completely mixed bag. I think he's hitting Mizuno irons, yeah. but didn't really look, look like it was working out for him. So I, I think some of that is partly, you know, it's, uh, is it the club or is it the mechanics? And, you know, I, I think that you got somebody like Rom that's kind of going down this, you know, I mean, everything is dialed in for him right now. Like to your point, I don't, you could stick him in anything and he's still probably, you know, making the cut. Right. So and those guys have ups and downs just like we do. So, yeah. you know, like with Justin Rose, he, you know, he played good for a while, and then he's kind of, you know, the last couple of years have been so-so for for him. So the, the clubs may just – it could have come at a bad, you know, a bad time with his swing. You know, yeah. he could have had a little tiny flaw. It doesn't – as you guys know, it doesn't take much. No, yeah. um, no kidding. You know, but they're all, they're all really good, and they'll all figure it out. And, you know, a lot of them do play with a lot of different stuff now, which is, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, I'm interested to hear that you went from the the Maverick to the Epic because I'm hitting the Maverick right now, and and you've already uh, my girlfriend's going to be so upset at you because I'm already thinking like uh, when's this club coming out? I may need to get one. So I mean, was it like considerably better than the Maverick? Uh, I went out and hit it. You know, we had a fitting day, and I hit it, yeah. and it to me it felt a little bit better it didn't it went a little bit further but my shot distribution or dispersion yeah yep. um, was a little bit a little bit tighter so um i'm curious and i may switch back um i will i'll tell you a funny story about the maverick though i have i have two daughters and they both have played college golf one's in law school now but my wow. youngest one is playing at coker coker university which is in hartsville and she had a rogue driver so for christmas we got her a maverick she picked up about 23 yards. Wow. Really? Oof. Yeah. Now she wow. went from a senior shaft to a regular shaft, which made a big difference, but like her teammates are just not happy with her at all because <laughs> <Mark> she, <laughs> she's almost had to figure out how to play golf again because she's hitting it in spots that she's not used to. And, you know, when they usually play around 5,700 yards, 5,800. Right. So you get used to be able to hit driver on this hole. Well, now you picked up 15 or 20 yards, that driver's getting you in trouble. Got to so, hit three wood now, right? Or, or it's changing your approach okay. shot. But she's okay with that because she's hitting it further. So, but, uh, yeah. I mean, the Mavericks work great for her. So, I mean, it's all about what works for you, what feels good. Yeah, sure. So, what's uh, what's the best club in the bag? Or what do I, let, let me let me rephrase that because that that's that's not a fair question. What's your favorite club in the bag? Favorite club in the bag. Probably my seven iron. There you go. Okay. <laughs> right. Because I, I hit it more often than anything. And I had, you know, every, when I hit it, I don't really worry about whether it's going left or right. I, I feel like I'm going to knock it on a green. Um, and it's going to go where I'm supposed to, where it's supposed to, um, you know, the driver, it could go left or right, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. I know the feeling. My seven, my seven iron, I would think so. What uh, course are you look, looking most forward to playing at one point, some point that you haven't played yet? Obviously, I mean, probably like everybody else, I'd love to play Augusta National. Okay. All right. Probably, probably never have the chance to do it, but, you know, even if I played bad, just to, 
just to see it. I've been out there and seen the tournament many, many times and walked it. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful facility. I was lucky enough to play Quail Hollow last year and Sage Valley. And those are two wonderful golf courses. Um, You know, Sage Valley is the one that's right outside of Augusta. I think it's in, I believe it's in Graniteville or Mm. somewhere outside of Augusta. And Quail Hollow is obviously in um, Charlotte. Charlotte. You know, where they play the uh, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, and they played the PGA, I believe, about two or three years ago. Yeah, when JT won. It, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. And it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. So, but I would say Augusta National. Um, I've played Ocean Course before. Have you guys played there? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't had a chance yet. It, yeah, put your big boy pants on. Yeah, it's rough. But but is it? <laughs> that win? But would you send people? I mean, is that is that a course yeah. like? Hey, you you should play it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when I say it's rough, it's just, it all depends on the wind. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're literally right there on the ocean and, you know, you can have a hole that's a four club. It's four clubs because of the winds either blowing wind. in, in your face or downwind, you know, you just, you don't know. And it's exciting. And, you know, and to be out there where those guys have played, you know, where the tour players have played is, is exciting as well. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got a, one more question and, and uh, we don't want to keep you all night, even though we could, but, um, and, and hopefully this is, uh, this one's going to be okay. So I know I already know what your favorite golf course is on the grand strand. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's Prestwick country club without yeah. a doubt. Right. But, but, but when you're putting your package together and if you got multiple days, do you have a second favorite golf course? If, have, if you to be, can, have to be dunes club. Dunes club. Okay. Yeah, right. just, to me, you know, it's just it's been been around. It's they keep it in wonderful shape. They, you know, they put money back into it every year. It's just a I, I, I enjoy playing out there. Even if I play bad, I enjoy playing out there. It's just you know the nostalgia, the whole. It's just a wonderful golf course. Yeah, hoodie yeah, or awesome. no hoodie on the course. What's that? Hoodie or no hoodie on the course. Are you a fan of it? Like Terrell and who, 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 who else played it recently? Cal I forgot. Uh, Rory. Yeah, JT was wearing it. Yeah. Rory was wearing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we finally, we finally broke him down, Cal. We finally uh, broke him down. I'm not, I'm not a big, uh, not a big <laughs> fan. I mean, you know, a, a day when it's 35 degrees and you want to wear, I, I, I could understand it, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I understand that golf moves forward and, you know, it's, you know, everybody's traditional and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm all for the mock necks don't bother, you know, the mock neck t-shirts yep. don't bother me and stuff like that. But the hoodie thing, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of that. Okay. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, I think there's a place for it. We were actually told recently, um, and Cal's like, well, that, that, that big hoodie is going to be swinging all around. We heard there's actually a golf hoodie. So like, you know, they're making hoodies for golf now that, that don't swing as much and whatnot. So uh, I think we're open to it. You know, I don't, I don't haven't personally tried it yet. What's your favorite game to play on the, on the course? My favorite game. Mm-hmm. You're, you're playing with the fellas. Um, we just normally play just two down automatic, you know, and when we play for golf tees, of course, you know, there's no money involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sure. No, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, normally two down automatic, but if we're playing in the same group, just press when you want. Okay. Um, I don't know so, if I know what's, what, what's two down automatic. I don't know if I, I may know it. I just don't know what it's called. It's called that. Basically if you and I, if I'm playing you basically, we're playing by hole instead yeah. of by strokes. 
say I, I win number one, I win number two, and that's one bet. Well, we'd start a whole a new bet. Oh, it starts. Oh, okay. Start gotcha. bet. So for yeah. playing each bet's $5 now, instead of just one bet for five, five T's, bet. five T's. I'm sorry. You're right. Five, five T's. Uh, but that, that's, that's probably the one we play more often. And, you know, we play Texas scramble sometime. We play captain's choice, just try to make it interesting. But, um, that's probably the one we play most, mostly. And, uh, I'll, you know, Wolf's fun. I don't know if you guys ever, yeah, much sure. Wolf. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun too. Um, well, it, it is unless you're the the guy that doesn't get picked very often, right, Dan? Uh, exactly. I'm like Charles Barkley in that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really no fun if you're the guy that gets no shots. <laughs> exactly. If you're the guy that never gets picked. <laughs> that's right. That's mm. for sure. That's mm. for sure. I do have one funny, a quick funny story. About yeah, yeah, sure. A uh, gentleman I used to work for, he's playing Wolf and. He said they come to a par three and he goes, it's my hole, but I'm not really watching. Guy jumps up, it thinks he's the wolf, hits the shot and knocks it right in the hole. And there's you know, a couple of carry, a couple of carryovers going on. And he says, all right, I'll take so-and-so. And the guy I work for goes, uh, Hey, that was, this is my hole. So they had to go back of course and improve it. And he says, Oh, by the way, I'm going to take, I'll just use, I'm going to take Joe by the way. And, Nice fellas, good luck. I'm not even gonna hit. <laughs> so of course they close oh. us, the skiers. They didn't you know he didn't make them re hit or anything, of course. So uh nice. holes yeah. out and he doesn't get picked. Yeah, yeah that that's pro I'm thinking that's a little later in the round and there was a lot of fun being had up until that point. <laughs> Wolf's a lot of fun too. You know, there, there's all kinds of games that are fun and we hear you know, there's books made with all those games, and I don't know if y'all have ever seen them, but there's all kinds of different Yeah, stuff. sure. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, awesome. Jay, uh, what what did we mention about Presswick, buddy, or, or about uh, about the head professional at Presswick, uh, Jay Smith? Did we miss anything? Well, actually, I, I've been promoted to the general manager, um, so I'm doing that now and uh, doing a little bit of both. And um Hopefully, shortly we'll have someone in the head pro job. Um, you know, congrats on that. Year. Congrats uh, on that. By the way, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And the gentleman I worked for for twenty years, he retired, and he's loving life right now. So, uh, and he taught me a lot, and I appreciate him doing that. Nice. And uh, as far as Presswood goes, you know, we're hoping this year is going to be a good year for us. Um, obviously, with the you know with the virus and stuff, we're hoping. We're, just, we're hoping everybody will be able to come to the beach and they want to get out and play some golf and have a good time and visit everybody on the Grand Strand. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll do uh, we'll do our part and try to make golf fun and spread the word, my friend. And uh, we'll we'll definitely send them your way. It's uh, you know we had a hell of a time there. Great golf course. Again, everybody there was just uh, couldn't have been any nicer and more welcoming. So we we appreciate it for sure. And uh, hey, when we get back to Myrtle Beach, uh, you ought to uh, you ought to play around with us. Call and or call me. I'll meet you at Dagwoods or meet you at one of the local. Uh, Dagwoods is kind of like the local 
local hangout, you know, in the afternoons and stuff. Oh, I didn't say that. But, yeah. <laughs> nice. Hey, now, now the wife knows where to find you. I was about to say, as far as she knows, I'm, I'm at work all the time. <laughs> Trust me, she knows differently. I'm sure. I'm sure. Perfect. Exactly. Awesome, bud. Well, we had a great time chatting with you, Jay. Thanks again yes. for your hospitality while we're at the beach. And uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. Great, uh, great getting to know you. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again, man, on the, on the course. Cheers. Cheers to you. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers.